Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not magnetizing the money or the relationships that you're trying to manifest. Perhaps you're finding yourself stuck in opposing patterns. One minute you're in high performance mode and the next you feel totally drained, disconnected, and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Brenda Johnston and this is the Limitless Life Podcast. After changing my own relationship to success and more importantly myself, I was able to turn my passion into profit. I've also learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work easier and more effective, which is why I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind. And this is a place that I help people just like you strategically unlock your abundance mindset, activate your true manifesting capabilities, so you can finally have the limitless life that you're meant to have. Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Brenda Johnston, and I'm happy to have you here today. I'm sitting with my window open because I like the fresh air, but I'm bundled up in a turtleneck sweater because I live in Canada and it's getting a little chilly here. But I also have my, what I like to call my happy light on, which is like a daylight lamp. Um, it's by a company called Sun365. No, I'm not affiliated with them. I just really like their lamps because they're super reasonably priced and they are amazing. You can actually check them out on Instagram, Sun365Co. Because it makes me happy recording these. When I have a happy lamp on, a happy, a happy lamp. I don't know what that accent was. Oh, my lanta. Does this gloomy weather like bug you guys? It drives me insane. I never realize how much it affects me until the seasons change. And you know what? Like, I'm actually really grateful that our seasons do change. And I love the fall and I love the spring and I love the summer. But the time change darkness thing, it really fucks me up. And I don't even realize how badly until I'm going through it. And then I'm like, holy cow. So I load up on my vitamin D and then I have my happy lamp on. And yeah, that's and obviously working out and going out in nature still helps. But wow, I just do not. I do not love the gloomy, doomy weather. That being said, this episode is not about gloomy, doomy weather. This episode is actually coming to light because it was inspired by a conversation that I had with a client the other day and she was telling me that she feels like sometimes when she's having conversations with people she sort of finds herself zoning out of the conversation or like she is kind of listening but not really and then she starts agreeing with what the other person is saying purse with the other person wow it's gonna be one of those episodes where my mouth doesn't work. What I'm trying to say is she finds herself zoning out sometimes or agreeing with the person, the other person, even though she doesn't actually agree with that person. She's just kind of like in the space of like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And so that conversation is really what inspired this episode because it has actually been coming up a lot with people I've been talking to. And hey man, part of it could be this gloomy doomy weather. Here's the interesting part of that. 
obviously in life, but especially when it comes to manifesting and mindset, receiving is a very powerful thing. It can actually affect how open or not open you are to receiving information. For example, having a conversation with somebody and you're not actually open to receiving the information that they're sending to you. How many times in life have you said, oh man, that person is such a great giver. They have such a big heart. They're just always giving. You've probably said that a lot, right? I mean, I I know I've said it. Have you, on the other hand, said, oh, that person is such a great receiver. They're such a great receiver. They have such a big, big heart. Sounds ridiculous, and you're probably laughing, but like, you probably haven't said that. Being a receiver and being a giver is the exact same thing. They're both heart-based actions. And so that's what I want to explore more with you today is how receiving, how being a very skilled receiver, because it is a skill that needs to be developed, how that can not only change the way you're experiencing life, but it can really change the way you're experiencing manifesting in general. So the dictionary definition of receive, I'm doing air quotes when I say that, is to accept willingly. We all live in this world that tells us that we should love ourselves, right? So much stuff out there now about love yourself and do self-care things and do all the things. But at the same time, this world has also made business like a fucking virtue. You get a gold star if you're busy. How many times have you been talking to somebody? You're like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so busy. It's like, but I didn't ask how busy you were asked how you were like mentally and physically doing. (laughs) And it's funny because when I worked in corporate, that was the standard response that I would get from people. Hey, how are you doing? Oh my God, I'm so busy. One day just for fun because I'm kind of a jerk sometimes, but like in a loving way. I was in the elevator and somebody asked me how I was doing and I was like, Oh, you know what? I'm fucking fantastic. I'm doing so good today. And everybody on the elevator, their face, their jaws just dropped and they didn't know how to react because it was such a weird response to get. Even though I actually was doing fucking fabulous. They didn't know how to handle that because humans bond over negativity. And I found out later, one of the directors was actually on the elevator And he sent me an email (laughs) later in the day. He was like, not to sound creepy, but after I heard your response about how you were doing in the elevator, I actually followed you down the hallway and like, just, I just wanted to see if you actually were in a fabulous mood. (laughs) He's like, and you actually were. He goes, I thought that was the most amazing thing. And I couldn't stop laughing, partially because a director who's like, that's a person that's, I don't know, is three levels above me in pay grade, followed me down the hall just to see if I was being authentic. 
I found that amusing. Um, a cool part to that story is years later, after I had left corporate, that director reached out and actually ended up working with me because he wanted to open up his pathways of possibility and he wanted to advance um, in the company in a completely different role. So that was really kind of cool, I got to say. And it also goes to show you never know who you're inspiring when you're being your authentic self and doing your thing. So I just wanted to add that. Also not a part of what I'm trying to get at, but it is relevant because this world makes us so busy, right? So as much as you tell yourself that you know you should be giving yourself self-love and you should you know that you should, again, using air quotes, be putting yourself first, you don't. Because you've been taught to believe that doing and giving to others is more important than giving to yourself. There's that friggin' statement, um, it's better to give than receive. I cannot tell you how many times I heard that growing up. It's better to give than receive. It's more important than putting your needs first. And moms out there listening, this is especially true for you because mom guilt is a real fucking thing. I see it all the time in my friends and in my clients. I hear things, I see things like, you know, I had somebody the other day say, well, I'm a single mom. I don't even know where I would find the time or the energy for anything that isn't related to creating the best life for my kids and just basically keeping them alive. I see women who are the go-to people when they, somebody needs a party planned or somebody needs a favor. I had a great friend in corporate anytime somebody was leaving, retiring, having a birthday, having a baby. My bosses would go to her and say, hey man, can you just plan this party? And she would because she was really fucking good at it. But it used to annoy the shit out of me because nobody ever gave back to her in that way. Maybe maybe you can relate to this. You just went on an amazing vacation, but it took you half the time you were there just to calm your mind down. And before you knew it, you're already planning the trip home and you're dreading going back to work. Or maybe you took your freaking laptop with you just so you could check your emails so that when you got back to work, it wasn't so overwhelming. Maybe you have a job that requires you to help others like in a more physical or demanding way. Maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you're a paramedic, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're a social worker. By the time of the, you're done your day, you're fucking exhausted. Like you're totally drained. And then you get home and now your family or your partner expects you to do the things for them. And you do it because you don't have boundaries, but that's a whole nother episode. Do you even know what feeling rested, happy, alert, and fulfilled feels like? What if I told you your natural state of being is to actually feel physically rested, mentally alert, and engaged? You're supposed to feel emotionally balanced and content. Your natural state of being is not feeling emotionally unappreciated. It's not feeling mentally resentful. It is not feeling physically drained and exhausted or spiritually depleted. 
Here's a fact. It can be super easy to blame other people for your circumstances or for how shitty and overwhelmed you're feeling. And trust me, I've been there. I've done it. I did it for most of my adult life. I blamed all of the things outside of myself for how shitty and overwhelmed I felt. And yes, this does come down to being self-accountable. I say that word in pretty much every episode, but there's a bigger issue at play here. And that issue might be something you think you're good at, but you're actually not. And it's that you don't actually know how to receive. You're not a receiver. And like I said, we develop a lot of our beliefs from the time we're just born to seven years old. You probably heard better to give than receive. I said it earlier, but that is a big, big, big belief that a lot of people carry around. Also, if you hear any weird sighing noises, my dog is in my office with me, so just enjoy his theatrics. (laughs) Maybe you don't even believe that you're worthy of receiving. There are lots of beliefs that can be behind this one, and... I mean, we could just keep, I could sit here and list them off for like an hour, but I'm not going to do that because at this point you're probably thinking, no, I can receive. I'm a great receiver. Can you though? This is a little thing, but how often do you get weird when people give you a compliment or offer to pay for your lunch or your dinner? How many times have you refused to ask for help? especially when you're feeling completely overwhelmed. I said that was a big thing in corporate too. Oh, don't ask for help if you're overwhelmed because then they're going to think you can't handle your shit and you can't do your job. Here's how not being open to receiving can actually really manifest into your life. A non-receiver is always going to attract a non-giver. Hello, empaths. Yeah, you you will have a pattern, an energetic pattern also that attracts narcissists because a non-receiver will usually always attract non-givers. You likely believe that wanting more for yourself is uh, selfish or greedy. You're probably undercharging for your services. You probably don't know how to ask for a raise or think that asking for a raise is greedy. You likely believe you're a burden if you bother other people with your trouble. A big one for me was believing that people who were successful, that they achieved that success without actually asking for help, which I 100% fully understand is complete bullshit now because the way to succeed faster is actually to invest or ask for help from people who are ahead of you and who've done stuff before. And if you're sitting there going, no, no, none of these really apply to me or resonate with me. Okay, cool. How many times have you said or felt that you feel taken for granted and unappreciated and nobody takes your needs into account? How many times have you said that stuff? Because guess what? That also is a symptom of not being open to receive. So at the beginning of this episode, I told you that this episode was actually inspired by a client who was zoning out of conversations. Sometimes we actually do that to block information. So to not receive information 
for a specific reason, because maybe you don't want to experience your emotions depending on what the topic of the conversation is. Or maybe you don't want other people to see your emotions. Or maybe you want to avoid conflict. Or you don't want to disappoint the other person or people involved in the conversation. Being a non-receiver is a great unconscious payoff. So when we have these behaviors of like self-sabotage or if we have beliefs, there's always a payoff associated with that. It's like maybe you tell yourself that being a non-receiver, even on an unconscious level, if you believe that being a non-receiver keeps you safe, then you'll do things. Your subconscious will help you do things to make sure that that's true, that that statement's true. So maybe you're telling yourself that it keeps you safe from things like being rejected or hurt or abandoned. But the reality is it's keeping you from also receiving things like love and abundance. And it can even, like when you're not open to receiving, it can even affect the way that you set your goals and intentions. Receiving really takes practice. And again, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. It took me a really long time to become open to receiving and not feel totally weird and awkward about it. It takes practice. And without getting to the bottom of the beliefs that you have, it can really be a challenge to shift into that state of receiving. But here's some things you can start doing right now, like general things to help you become a fabulous receiver. Say thank you to all compliments that are given to you. If somebody tells you to have a nice day, say thank you to them. Don't just for, see, I can't use my mouth today. If somebody says have a nice day, say thank you, you as well. I know it's going to sound weird, (laughs) but put the thank you before the have a nice day back to them. You can thank your body for carrying you through life and supporting you. You can thank Mother Nature for all of the beautiful things that she creates for us. Thank the money that is going in and out of your bank account to pay bills or buy you the things that you want or whatever. I always talk about how powerful words are and how they can affect your energetic frequency and how they can affect things. I want you to be really mindful of saying things to people like, oh, thank you, but you didn't need to do that. Especially when somebody brings you a present and you weren't expecting it and then you're all weird. You're like, oh, thanks. You didn't need to do that. And then in your head, as you're saying that, you're like, oh my, uh, what am I going to buy them? I have to give them something back. Here's a very important thing about receiving gratitude and appreciation. They are highly receptive states of being. So put yourself into them more. I know in life, sometimes we try to just stuff aspects of ourselves down or aspects of our personality away because we're like, oh, it's gross to deal with those. Oh, being open to receiving feels gross. It's scary. But all of those disowned aspects of your personality, they don't just disappear because you're choosing to stuff them away and ignore them, which is another reason that a non-receiver will attract non-givers. When I was in my early 20s, I had a psychotherapist. She was amazing. And she got me super interested in like Carl Jung, which I'm sure most of you have heard of because he is the one that coined the term the shadow, shadow traits, shadow side. And the shadow 
your shadow represents all of those personality characteristics that are difficult for you to see in yourself, but super easy to see in other people. And he actually talks about the importance of integrating all of these disowned parts of yourself as part of the journey and the pathway to wholeness. So whenever I see things out in the world, they're like, you have to kill off this part of you and kill off that part of you. No, you don't kill off parts of yourself. You integrate all of the parts of yourself. And so when you're receiving and embracing all of those aspects of yourself, even the ones you might not like, it prevents you from becoming involved in like unhealthy relationships. But it's also a super fucking powerful expression of self-love. When you can receive all of the parts of yourself, all of the aspects of yourself, that is one of the most powerful expressions of self-love. Crazy, right? But I digress. I went on a Carl Jung tangent and now I have hiccups. Anyways, back to receiving. So another symptom of not being open to receiving, when you don't know what you want or what actually makes you happy in life, that's another symptom of not being able to receive. And opening up and developing your pathways of potential takes time. It takes time. It takes intention. It's not easy to do on your own because it's really fucking hard to see your own blind spots. And lasting transformation really happens on a subconscious level. And that's why this is a huge part of the work that I do with all of my exclusive three-month private one-on-one clients. It's subconscious strategy and energetics. That's what we're coaching on. We are opening and clearing and developing pathways of potential. And we really get to the root of what's been holding you back. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, if you're tired of feeling stuck and you want to get clear on what's been going on, applications for my fall spots are now open. They're open right now. I will link the application in the show notes for you. Or if you follow me on Instagram, which you should be following me on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnston, the application link is actually in my bio. Anyways, back to this. There are so many more layers to receiving, but I want to just, I want to hopefully in this episode, have you have some sort of aha moment where you're like, holy shit. Like I didn't realize that being a non-receiver can actually impact me in that way. Here's another thing, and this is so common. Are you complaining about your money problems, but then you say things like, oh, I don't do this for the money. I know a lot of you do that, especially my entrepreneurs out there, because that's why most of you work with me. If you are not skilled at receiving you are going to have trouble charging appropriately. You're going to have trouble asking for a raise. You're going to have trouble valuing your skills. Now, just for a second, let's go back. I feel like I'm jumping all over the place today, but my brain, this is how it works when I'm excited about something. So I bet that you could all tell me what you don't want in life. But if I asked you to clearly articulate what you do want in life or in business, 
your mind might actually go blank or maybe you're going to speak in vague concepts or what I like to call word salad. And that used to shock me. It used to shock me how many people actually can't articulate what they want or desire in life. But from my own experiences, and also I know now from working with so many people, that not knowing what you want, like I said, it's just another symptom of not being a receiver. And it makes sense if you think about it. Because if you're not in a receiving state, your pathways of potential and possibilities are closed off. Your subconscious mind is like, nah, we good. I like being stuck in this energy. It's safe. I don't want to change. It's scary. I could get hurt. I want you to get very honest with yourself as you're listening to these things and really, like, really get honest. Am I actually open to receiving or do I actually, like, buy into the whole thing that giving to others is more important? And some more ways you can tell that you're not open to receiving Again, you invest your energy into things that make other people happy. You feel guilty for wanting more for yourself. That is a massive one for most people. You're afraid that people are going to judge you and think you're greedy or selfish for wanting more for yourself. You have a, what's the point attitude because you just assume that whatever you desire isn't actually going to manifest for you. And here's a big one. And ladies, this is mostly for you you're probably not even open to just receiving pleasure from your partner without beating your head about returning the sexual favor and getting them off. Sometimes your partner just wants to make you feel good. So relax and accept the pleasure, okay? (laughs) I hope, like I said, that as you listen to this episode, you had some moments of like, holy shit, I don't, think I am actually open to receiving. Tag me. Let me know if you found this episode helpful. And if you have questions, DM me. I'm totally happy to answer them because receiving is a big, massive thing. And I want everybody to be open to possibilities and open to receiving the abundance that is actually available to every single one of us. If you also liked this episode, I would love if you would take a moment out of your time to go leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because when you leave reviews, you are actually helping me get the podcast out there for more people to hear and to be impacted by. So I would love and appreciate if you did that. Until next time, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button. 